0: Hey guys, it's Rachel. And this is a quick word on motivation. So I'm not going to talk about motivation in the way that you're used to hearing it. I'm going to talk about motivation in a really specific category, mortality motivation. Mortality motivation is when you have experienced death on some level, meaning you've lost someone that you really love or you've had a near-death experience, or you are walking through a season with someone who is dying. Now, the reality is we're all dying, right? All of us. None of us are getting out of this planet alive. That just is the truth. Whether you want to be conscious of it or not, that is the reality, But something happens when we are walking through a process of having lost someone or maybe having come very close to losing our own life that can be an incredible catalyst for a perspective shift. So in the times in my life when I have lost a loved one unexpectedly, on the other side of the grief and the pain, and the fear, and the anger, and all of those pieces that we have to grapple with in the aftermath. On the other side of that comes the reminder that tomorrow is not guaranteed. So many people are living life believing that they've got 90 years right? You've got 40 years. You've got 50 years. You've got however much time left to be the person you want to be or go to the places you want to go or create the thing that you want to create. You think that you have all the time in the world. And damn, I hope that's true. But we don't know. I have unfortunately lost so many people that I love and lost them quite young. I have lost a brother at 17, another brother in his 40s. Like I have lost people way younger than they should have left this earth. And so I'm hyper aware that at any moment, it could be my time. And so you better believe I want to live this life. I want to live this day to the best of my abilities, knowing that I can't guarantee that I'm going to get another one. I was sitting uh, with a friend recently. I don't have a ton of close friends. And I was sitting with a friend who is very dear to me, who is going through chemo. And it's a really brutal diagnosis. And I was sitting with her, and it was the first time Since I learned about her cancer, it was the first time that I really understood how dire it is. And I remember sitting there and she was telling me about her prognosis, and I just everything in me rebelled like, no, no way. And as we sat there for several hours, and I'm trying to come to grips with what I've learned. She tells me this thing that made me wanna record this episode for y'all. She tells me that she's hoping that she has three years. She's hoping. If she does the chemo, if she tries these things, she's hoping for three more years. And I believe absolutely in the power of mindset and what you focus on and how capable we are to heal the body. But when your friend is telling you these things, it's not the moment to start preaching. So I sat there and I just received what she was telling me. I just held space for the pain of this conversation. And I'm sitting here looking at my brilliant beautiful, amazing friend saying that she's hoping that she has three years left. And that number was so striking to me because years ago I sat at a table where everybody got to go around the table and say the the wisest piece of advice that they have to offer. And one person at the table didn't say advice. They asked the question. They were like, this is the best thing I know to ask you. What if you only had three years left? So three years, for some reason, is a theme that the universe keeps putting in front of me, and I want to bring it to your attention today. Because when that man asked that question years ago, when he said, what if you only had three years left to live, would you be proud of the way you're living your life? I cried for the rest of the day because I was living a life that from the outside looked amazing the most success, the most money. Everybody wanted me to speak on their stage. Everybody wanted to be my friend. Everybody was impressed. And it was the most miserable I had ever been because what was required of me to keep up that pace and to appease everybody and to speak on all those stages was absolutely debilitating for me as a human. So when I ask you, to think about if you only had three years left to live. My friend, I am not asking you to make sure that you make $10 million before you go out. I'm asking about the kind of person you wanna be. If you've only got a short amount of time, if you've only got three months or three years or three hours, because we don't know, how did you show up today? Were you the kind of mom that you wanted to be? Were you the kind of friend that you wanted to be? Did you show up for others the way you wanted to? Did you work on your creation? Did you do everything in your ability to get this thing inside of you out into the world? Did you try? Did you show up? Or did you hide out because you kept thinking, you know what? I got time. I've got time. So wild to sit with someone who's looking at maybe there are three years left. And she's saying, man, I wish I knew. I wish I knew for sure. If I just knew for sure if it was three months or nine or two years, then I could make a plan. And by the way, just so we're clear, the plan wouldn't be to make more money. It wouldn't be to work harder. The plan would be, Delicious food, laughing with her friends, seeing the places she wants to see. It would be living life and living it well. I don't know how much time any of us have left. I hope that we've got, I don't know. I was going to say 80 years, but that would make me 120, and I don't want to live that long. I'm not a vampire. (laughs) let's say, 50 years. I hope I've got 50 years left. But just in case I don't, I am going to live this life with mortality motivation, motivating myself to become better by reminding myself that tomorrow is not guaranteed.